You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 363, Emotional Intelligence and the Fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now, last week we did an episode on developing our emotional intelligence and why that is so important. And and really, we emphasize the need to have control of our emotions rather than letting our emotions and feelings control us. But I want to take that a step farther today, and I want to talk, especially in the context of of people who are Christians, who are following Jesus, and I'm also going to emphasize some leadership aspects of this, but even if you say I'm not a leader, that's fine. Trust me, this will be helpful for you. Now, I'm going to start off with a passage of Scripture, and it gives two different sets of traits. One set of traits is what's commonly referred to as the works of the flesh or just the natural attitudes or natural actions that people often engage in. And some of these obviously are worse than others, and some of these obviously might sound extreme. But then the second trait set of traits are what is commonly referred to as the fruit of the Spirit. And we're going to kind of work off those a little bit and talk about how developing these is going to help us develop our emotional intelligence. So the passage of Scripture is from uh, Paul's letter to the church in Galatia, uh, chapter 5, verses 19 to 24. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. Now, like I said, some of these are kind of extreme, but at the same time, you've also probably seen some of these worked out either in your life or maybe people you work with or family members. But continuing, I warn you as I warned before that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But here's where I want to spend some time. But the fruit of the Spirit is... Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. All right, don't go away. We're going to jump right into this episode, but I want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, New Testament Snapshots. New Testament Snapshots focuses on 12 of the lesser-known figures in the New Testament, but yet, even though they stay in the background, 
Even though there's not a ton of material on them, there's still so much we can learn if we're willing to dig just a little bit. So that's kind of what I've done in this book is I've got chapters on people that um, some you may never have heard of, but others you might have known a little bit about. Maybe you've known a little bit about Mary Magdalene or at least thought you did. There's a couple of uh, interesting things about her that are commonly portrayed as truth, but actually when you read the scriptures, they're not true. So some interesting things there. I think you'll really enjoy New Testament snapshots. Click on the link. You can read the first chapter or so for free. See if you'd like it. And then by all means, click the buy button because I know it will be a blessing to you. It's great for personal Bible study or small group study, but grab your copy of New Testament snapshots. Well, okay. As I said, we're going to talk about emotional intelligence and the fruit of the Holy Spirit and how these work together. Now, you know, as we said, we're going to emphasize leadership, but this will help anybody. But, um, you know, viewing your organization and your leadership through the lenses of the two groups of characteristics that we just looked at is, is kind of an interesting idea because, you know, obviously you're probably not having drunkenness at your job, at least I hope not, or sexual immorality going on at work, but you might have jealousy or strife enmity. There might be rivalries or even dissensions. I've been in workplaces like that where there's envy and divisions and people are irritable and there's rivalries and jealousy and people get angry. I've had bosses that had fits of anger. Crazy behavior. So so maybe you've seen those things and even in your leadership, maybe you'd say, well, gosh, I've done some of those things. But I want us to think about looking at our organization and looking at our leadership through the next set of characteristics, the fruit of the Spirit. Because really, these have the potential to set us up for success. Obviously, the others set us up for failure. And when we're talking about emotional intelligence, you know, a boss who who has fits of anger, someone who's in a leadership position who's jealous of, of, of other people or is stirring up strife is not setting themselves up for failure they're setting them and they're not setting themselves up for success they're setting themselves up for failure but the 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 boss who is experiencing and 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 encouraging love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control is really setting themselves and their organization up for success and i i, I can hear it now people are saying well you're this is too soft i'm talking about business i mean business has got to be hard it's got to be tough Again, do you want to set yourself up for success or do you want to set yourself up for failure? I've I've been in the workplace. I've been in Christian organizations. I've done a little bit of everything. Uh, 30 years as a police officer, and I can tell you right now that if your leadership is defined by that first set of characteristics, the bad ones, you're not going to be the success that you hope to be. You may have people scared of you, but you're not going to be the leader that God has called you to be. So let's explore these a little bit, and and, and hopefully you'll kind of um, begin to see these fruit of the Spirit as something bigger than just for, for your time at church. You know, we think of, sometimes we think when we read the Bible, well, that's just for Sundays. No, no, it's for, for, for our entire life. If we're following Jesus, we should be following Him all the time, not just on Sundays. So let's talk about love. If I'm leading with love, what does that mean? You know, if you've been a leader, I've been a leader, you know, there's probably people that you struggle to even get along with in your organization, and I get that. But for the people around you, the people that you're responsible for, 
while you might not characterize it as love, do you care for them? Do you care for their career? Or is it all about you? You know, if you want to develop emotional intelligence as a leader, developing a a love for your fellow employees, those who are working um, with you and for you and really the whole organization, when you develop a sense of caring and loving for your people, what you're doing is you're telling them that they mean something to you. They're not just a a number. They're not just somebody who's um, a stepping stone for you. And what you're doing is you're creating loyalty in them. And as we've said before, you're setting yourself up for success. Now, it can't be faked. Um, You know, there has to be it has to be genuine. People will sense if you're fake. But if you care for your people, they're going to care for you and for the mission. Um, I think it's interesting that this is the first one Paul says because love really does set everything else up. In a relationship, if you don't care for that other person, um, obviously you're, you're, you're not going to be very successful in that relationship. It's probably not going to go very far if it's just a one-sided relationship. And so leading with love, letting love define us, really should be something that as leaders we work on. And, and don't get me wrong, it doesn't come naturally. I had people who were working for me that were, 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 were I'd, like to, I'd like to say they're prickly, they're hard to get along with, they're contentious. But as much as possible, I tried to, to show them that I cared, I tried to get along with them, um, I tried to, to do the right thing by them. And so having this, this sense of care, this sense of love, and, and what does this look like? Well, it means maybe learning something about them. It means knowing something about their family. What, what drives them? What motivates them? Um, you know, being flexible if, if they need some time off or whatever. But, you know, it's hard to, I mean, as the boss, you can require um, things from them. But, you know, it works so much better when it's reciprocal. I mean, you can demand, you know, certain things from your employees, but when they can come and ask for something and know that it's reciprocal, that you can, you know, bend a little bit for them as well, um, it goes so, so far. So if you want to develop your emotional intelligence as a leader, develop an attitude of love and care for those around you. I promise you, it's going to pay extreme dividends. All right, number two, <clears throat> leading with joy. Love and joy. Joy is the second one in the list. Now, what does this mean? This doesn't mean you walk around and you're always laughing and acting goofy. That's not what joy is. Just think of the person that you've worked for that was the most pleasant. There was no drama. They were just basically a happy, well-adjusted person. That's emotional intelligence. Um, They they can laugh at themselves. They don't take themselves too seriously. They keep the workplace light. Um, Maybe you've worked for that boss that kept things heavy, that kept things intense, that laughing was frowned upon. Um, When you've got a workplace that's light and easy and you hear laughter throughout the day, you know that you're doing something right. Sure, work can be important. Work can be serious. We've got to get it done. 
But when we get it done in a a joyful manner, when we get it done in an enjoyable manner, when we get it done and we can smile and have a little bit of fun while we're doing it, that is incredible emotional intelligence. Um, As a leader, knowing how to keep the mood light. Um, And again, sometimes this means poking fun at yourself. Um, You you know, we've all worked for those leaders. I've probably been that leader. Maybe you have too, that sometimes took themselves a little too seriously. But trust me, your people don't. And when you can poke fun at yourself and, and laugh at yourself, it really sets the tone for a light and easy environment to work in. So cultivate that attitude of joy. And again, it doesn't come naturally, but I promise you it's going to change your workplace. Number three. So we've talked about love. We've talked about joy. And then number three, how about peace? If you want to develop your emotional intelligence as a leader, cultivate peace. You know, I've been in toxic work environments. And some of these have even been in in Christian organizations where there was tension. There was turmoil. There was no peace. At the same time, I've been in other places where there was a sense of peace. And what am I talking about when I'm talking about peace? That seems very ethereal. It seems very you know, kind of out in the atmosphere. But when we're talking about peace, how about if we just define it like this, a lack of drama. You come in, you do your job. Other people come in and do their job. They know there's not going to be any drama. There's not going to be any workplace drama. And part of this, and we talked about this a little bit last week, is as the leader, you set the tone. What mood are you bringing to work? Are you bringing tension Are you bringing strife? Are you bringing turmoil? Or are you bringing peace? I mentioned before I had a a boss who, I don't know if he was bipolar or what, but you never knew who was going to walk through the door. Sometimes he was happy. Sometimes he was sad. Sometimes he was angry. Sometimes he was glad. You really never knew who was going to walk through the door. And so approaching him or, or, or asking him a question or even having a conversation with him, You just never knew what was going to happen. So it created a sense of tension, a sense of uncertainty, a bit of turmoil. And so as the leader, emotional intelligence is leading with peace. Cultivating an atmosphere of peace in the workplace is going to go so far in making you a success. So we've only talked about three things today, and I'm going to stop here because the the, the next three, will, you know, we, we want to spend some time on them. I don't want to rush through them. But leading with love. Leading with love. Again, it, it sounds silly when we're talking about working in the business world. But if you don't like the word love, that's fine. How about care? How about concern? How about, um, you know, you know actually caring about your people and, 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 and what their visions for their jobs and their futures and their careers are? Because, you know, I think it's John Maxwell, he says, if you help other people get what they want, they'll help you get what you want. And so there's, there's something powerful as a leader when we love our people, when we care for our people, and we, 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 we show that by the way that we treat them day in, day out. Then we talked about leading with joy, um, keeping the workplace light, um, keeping it, keeping it, it's, it's okay to laugh. It's okay to smile. It's okay to have fun while you do your job. And as the leader, sometimes maybe that means poking fun at yourself. Maybe it means, 
you know, that, that, that you, you can laugh at yourself for a mistake you've made. Um, you don't take yourself too seriously. So keep it light. Let people do their jobs but have a good time doing it. They're gonna, you're going to get much more out of them if they like coming to work. And if they don't like coming to work, they're going to be looking for some other place to go. So keep it, keep it joyful. Keep it light. And then the last one we talked about was peace, leading with peace. Free of drama, free of turmoil, free of tension, as much as you can. Look, I get it. Sometimes work can be tense. Sometimes there's deadlines. I get it. But as much as possible, as the leader or even just an influencer in your organization, be the person who brings peace. I promise people are going to be attracted to your leadership because they want to work for that person who brings peace. There's no drama. There's no turmoil. And they're going to want to be a part of the team that gets along. Now, you all don't have to be best friends, but I was very fortunate to have put some teams together where we had pretty much zero drama. Everybody got along. We got a lot accomplished. We had a good time doing it. And there was no drama. There was no tension. And part of the reason for that was I strove for peace. So these are three three things to start with. We'll continue next week as we talk about emotional intelligence and the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now, I'd love to hear your comments on love, joy, and peace as, as part of your leadership uh, toolbox, but also as, as, as ways to develop your emotional intelligence. Go to davidspell.com, leave me a question or a comment in the comments section for today's post so that we can keep the discussion going. And make sure you tune in next week because we're going to continue through this list and see how it affects your leadership style. Until then, this is David Spell. Thanks for being with me on Leading and Learning, and I hope you have a great week.